Stella. We have Bruce live in the locker room in Tallahassee celebrating on the field with the Flores. <laughs> And, and I don't know why, like, we were able to run the ball so well in the first half, to, especially to the left side, and then all of a sudden we started to abandon it. And like I said, it, there is some inconsistency. How are they going to approach this game? How are they going to beat this Florida State team? Well, we're going to break you guys. Um, and, and okay, I, that's it. The show is over. In, 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 in the story, we're going to break you guys. Look, and, and I, I'm joking, but it's Lord, the climb, the climb continues, KB. Oh my okay. God! I am sweating. I am... Look, look at my heart. Look, I, I, look, I, look, look, look. You know what? Yeah, I, I have so much to say. All right, welcome back, everyone. Whether you're joining us live, joining us tomorrow, uh, welcome back after a big win. Or I should just say a win. It's not a big win, but it's a win for Florida State, who are now five and zero. Joined us. I don't know how his internet will be. Uh, from Tallahassee is the old man. He is live at the game. He got to see it in person, like myself, who is up in DC. Uh, old man, I don't know if you're frozen, but uh, I thought this may happen. Yeah, I think that's. That's either, it's either a new profile picture or he's frozen. I would go off video, but here we are, Jalen W. It's WW, right, Jalen? You know, there are some good things to correct. There's some, you know, there's some things correct. There are some things that went well today. We'll discuss those things. But the, at the end of the day, you got the W secured, and that's what matters. You're still on the road to five in, or two undefeated season. You're still undefeated in ACC play, which is great. You welcome Syracuse next week, but you got the W, and that's all that mattered. And th- things have went off the rails there for a moment. And uh, they look like at the beginning of the second half that they may have, but we're here to celebrate and uh, we're here. We'll take that win all day. So uh, join us. Let's discuss it. Bring up your points. What did you like, dislike about the game? I started taking notes uh, in the first half and I stopped taking those notes because it was, uh, it was getting a little frustrating to me about some of the ways that we are playing. Um, It was a little disappointing, but once again, there was a lot of good things today. So let's go down and let's, let's discuss what you guys saw, what you guys liked. And I'll, I'll start. And then chime in whether you agree with me or not. Because I, I think uh, some of you guys will will disagree um, and maybe agree with me. Uh, we always, I, I think uh, we have some uh, nuanced opinion on this show. So it'd be good to get your thoughts uh, as well. The first thing I wrote down to start the game was it seemed like in the first quarter they made it a – they made it um, – a, they highlighted that they were going to use Jordan Travis's legs again in this offense. I think through the first four weeks, you know, uh, of the season, you know, there was not that attention. That, you know, there wasn't that game playing around using, using Jordan Travis's legs. At the same time, he wasn't looking to use his legs as much. And it seemed like in the first couple of drives of this game, they were game planning around him, knowing that, hey, Jordan, go ahead and take off if you see open grass. Or if you don't find a receiver on your first or second read, take off and get five or seven yards. Um, so I was happy to see that, that that was part of the game plan. Uh, and that was really impressive. Uh, Jalen, yeah, 60 yard two touchdown was, yeah, with Trey, Trey, I'm so glad. And I tweeted that. I, I'm happy for Trey that he got his breakout game. 
and for the offensive line to give him those holes and for him to break out, I hope that boosts his confidence because I know, you know, we were getting hard on him and saying, you know, it, you know, something wrong or is he not seeing the holes, da, 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 you know, and I'm glad to see him get back because we need him. We need the running back room to put, be effective for this team to go where they want to go. So that for him to have over 200 yards today on just 11 carries, I think it was, uh, that was fantastic to see. And that was definitely a highlight. So, so definitely pointing that out. But seeing Jordan Travis use his legs in the offense was exciting to see, especially on that when they went up 7-0. Um, first couple of drives on defensive sequences were great. They give a couple of three and outs uh, against the Hokies, which is awesome. Uh, you saw Brian Courtney in that special teams play or the um, the two-point conversion on the first drive. Um, I thought that was interesting. That, once again, puts a different look on tape for opponents. And it's kind of like a, uh, you know, using him like as a Tyson Hill because he's a tight end. He played high, a quarterback in high school. So I think they're putting that on tape to say, you know, if we have to go for a two-point play or, you know, maybe use that, you know, in a, I don't know. I just like the style of the play. You you truck three guys again in the end zone too. He I thought he wasn't going to get it, but then he took on three guys and muscled his way through. So that's another wrinkle you you put on tape in the offense or on that special team site play. Um, and I kind of like that wrinkle they put in there. And it was a great play by Brian Courtney. I, I like the way they're using him because he, he's an athlete. Um, you had that Tyson Hill type approach with him, which was great to see. Um, but early in the first half, really nice run bracket. You saw Toe Philly with a couple of uh, a bursts of speed on third and seven there um, that puts him up for the touchdown. You saw him like body surfing into the end zone uh, to go up 15-0 on a great play, a great effort play on him. Um, and, and it was great to see Toe Philly uh, get some nice touches there. Um, then uh, for the third drive, once again, Florida State in the first quarter was on a roll offensively. They were sustaining drives. They were passing the ball pretty well. They're running the ball extremely well. Then you get in the red zone on that third drive. Um, the ball's almost picked off when he throws it behind um, uh, throws it behind Morlock, I believe it was. Um, once again, Travis today was a little bit off on his throws, I have to say. Threw it behind Morlock on what should have been a touchdown uh, in the red zone to him. Uh, almost gets picked off. Um, and then he does find Johnny Wilson for a touchdown to put him up 22-0. So you're steamrolling in the first half, in the first quarter, I should say. You're steamrolling. It looks like this is going to be a surefire blowout put it away early um, and the defense was playing great. You're sustaining drives on the offense, getting your defense off the field and the defense comes on and they're able to soar into the ball. They were closing out open spaces, getting some pressure to the quarterback and they were keeping him off the field as much as possible. And that was great. Then we get into the second quarter and they, and it completely flips on his head, right? You are on offensively, you're getting yourself in too many third and long situations. Why is that? Because of procedural penalties, offensive line, a lot of dumb penalties today, guys. And I think, you you know, you guys would agree with this. This team self-inflicts so many penalties on itself. And, and you know, people on Twitter, X or whatever the hell you call it, are going to blame about refs. And they didn't miss – they missed this call. They missed this call. But some of these penalties are, are totally faultless. Whether it's whether it's a bad hold or a, a you know a, a, a offsides or it's a you know a, you know procedural on the line where you're just going ahead of the count, you know these are things that you control, right? These are all things that you control. You know, a rough the passer penalty that's 50-50. Some refs are going to call, it, some refs aren't. You know, if it's if it's on the edge here, I get that. But some of these things on the offensive line and defensive line, they have to clean up. They have to clean those up because those put so many times this offense was then third and long. And they couldn't convert it, especially in the first half. And that's gonna and that's a killer. 
One, because this team is not good on third and long, and that's something we have to fix offensively. How do we convert more of those? But two, we put ourselves in these tough situations, right? Um, on the flip side, the defense, I, I felt, felt played very well in this game for the most part. Um, especially good against, uh, you know, closing down the inside run for most of the game. Um, I mean, uh, the guy, uh, the NC and, uh, North Carolina state AMT, uh, running back for tech, that guy, that guy's a tough guy to bring down. Um, I didn't watch much of much of him play before. Uh, but that guy's a hell of a running back. He, he brings the lumber. Um, if you can't arm tackle him, you got to put multiple bodies on that guy. He, he was running over guys. And he runs with attitude. So, um, that's not an easy player to bring down that guy. Uh, that guy's got some talent and, uh, but they were able to stuff him, and, and they got going in the second and third quarter a little bit. Um, but I thought Malcolm Ray had a great game. I thought Patrick Payne has a good place. Jared Verse, uh, throughout towards the end of this game, really started to show up more and more. He had two sacks in the game. I think his biggest sack number game of the season. Um, he he when he was getting those one on one matchups, he was blown by his guy, and, and he got to the quarterback a couple of times, which was great to see. Um, I, I think for them, and you heard Braden Fist running all over the field. Even when the ball was five, 10 yards down the field, he was running sideline and sideline. You know, that's the thing you see with Fisk consistently. And he's running all over the field, um, which I love to see is the effort on him. Um, but I, I felt like the backups even made big plays. Like I said, Malcolm Ray, um, Byron Turner had a big play. And then, you know, he had the penalty, which kind of reversed one of those big plays. Um, but for the most part, the defense did most of his job. They only gave up 17 points. Now you could say, well, Virginia Tech, also hurt themselves a lot in the second half, especially with their penalties and, you know, their own offensive linemen tripping their players on big screen plays. Um, but, you know, your defense only gave them 17 points, so I, I, I can't fault them too much. And I thought the defensive line played okay, like I said, for most of the game. Um, now, you did give up total yardage-wise. Now, I'll pull up the uh, statistics here real quick so everyone can see what, we're, we're, what I'm talking about here. Um, as you can see, you give up 313 yards of offense. 209 on on the day rushing which uh, you know isn't great you know I, i'm giving a lot of praise to the defensive line but you know you got to do better than that right you you can't give up 209 yards and like i said i thought the defensive line especially in the first quarter played really well i thought the defense as a whole played really well in the first quarter um but then things start to open up a little bit um and drones had a big run he had a big run of 40 yards um, you know, uh, uh, Tatoon had, you know, he had some big runs here and there, especially catching the ball. He wasn't big. He wasn't a big, you know, yardage wise in terms of just straight off carrying the ball, but Malachi Thomas had a couple of runs, you know, and that led up to, to 39 yards overall rushing. Can they get better? Yes. Now, do they give up a huge explosive run? No. Uh, in terms of a touchdown, no, outside of the, the Kimron drones, uh, quarterback run that set them up for a touchdown, I believe on that drive, you were able to. It was more sustained drives, sustained runs. You got to do better in that department. You can't give up 209 uh, against, you know, if you give up 209 yards to a Clemson, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you probably lose that game, right? Um, but once again, you kept points off the board for the most part as a defense. You you clamped down in the red zone, uh, which is what you want to see. Um, and you made for Jantech self-inflict mistakes. So you put the pressure on them. They, they implode and you keep points off the board, which, you know, that works out sometimes. And it did today. Um, Going back, let me put some of these uh, comments up. Uh, not satisfied, should have won bigger. I, I agree. I, I definitely agree that I don't feel, I don't leave this game feeling satisfied. Um, you know, I, I thought, it, I thought based on the first quarter going up 22 to zero, that we were coming out of the bye week and this is the way to go. We would, you know, we would be on the point spread. You know, the point spread, I believe, was 24 points. So obviously, uh, 
you know, you don't, you don't get the point spread in this game. Um, you're close, you know, you're, you're right on, right. You're, you're right on the point spread. Um, but, uh, after the first quarter, I didn't feel like it all really came together after that. Now you only gave up seven points in the second half. That's great. That's great. Outside, you know, the only point you gave up was that uh, kick return after halftime, which was kind of a deflator. I think that's why, that's why some of us probably do feel a bit deflated because you come right out of halftime, you give up the kick, the first, I think, kick return of the season. Um, and that that's kind of depressing. You don't expect that from a special teams unit that's played pretty well so so far this year, but coming out of halftime, that guy returns the kick, and, and that's kind of a gut punch. Um, but at the same time, you only scored 17 points in the second half. Um, you know, you pulled Jordan Travis with six minutes left in the fourth quarter. You know, you were able to do that, which is a good sign. You didn't have to play Jordan Travis the whole whole game. You could pull him out with six to seven minutes left to go. So that is a positive sign. And you could say, if Jordan Travis plays the rest of the six minutes, you probably do hit the point spread. So there is that argument. But you do you do feel a little dissatisfied because the passing game really didn't get going. But it didn't have to, right? Due to your ability to run the ball so well today with Trey Benson and the way the, the offensive line was able to hold up in, in spots, you were able to, in the second half, just go back to the running game and put the game out of reach. Sustained drives, explosive runs, and, and really put the game away. But the, the thing for me, what I come away disappointed with is a couple of the passes by Jordan Travis when he had the chance to go deep. Underthrowing Ja'Kai Douglas there on that one on that one ball, I believe it was, uh, where he came up a little bit short. He's he just been consistently coming up short on those deep balls, it seems like. Uh, he's not – and guys are getting behind defensive backs, and he's just not – pinpointing it where it needs to be for those big plays down there. Then Johnny Wilson goes out of the game and we, we all hope he's okay. I haven't heard the latest news there. Um, we all hope he's okay and he'll bounce back, but at, you know, he had two touchdowns, but outside of him, I think only two receivers for, for Florida state touched the ball. He, he touched Johnny Wilson had two catches or four catches, two for touchdowns, which is great for 54 yards. Um, Destin Hill had a hell of a catch. That was a great body movement by him on the sideline uh, on that uh, turnaround uh, back shoulder, I believe it was, for Destin Hill. He had a great catch. Just shows you the talent that that kid has. Um, and then Destin Hill or uh, Keon Coleman had uh, three receptions. So you only had three true receivers catch the ball today. Keon Coleman didn't really have a big game. You know, he had some, he had some, uh, a decent kick return, uh, punt return, um, secured the ball. No, no fumbles there. So it's good. He did good special teams wise, but a little concerning that you really couldn't, you know, put, uh, you know, there's a couple, three or four, three and outs, right. When you could have really put the game away in the second quarter, when you just came on the field and it was three and out, three and out. And you're just left feeling like, why, you know, why couldn't, you know, we have all these weapons. I mean, Jaheim Bell didn't say his name once today. Right. I think they said his name once when he was in motion and that was it. Didn't touch the ball at all today, uh, which is a little surprising. And I think a little disappointing for the weapon that you have there, right? Uh, Deuce Span doesn't touch the ball today at all. Um, but, you know, in situations like that, that's why it's great that you have a running game that you can lean on. And you haven't been able to do that the last couple of weeks, right? You were able to get the run game going, and that's how you beat teams that are, you know, talent-wise worse than you, is that you establish the line of scrimmage, you run the ball, and you and you you know time the clock down right run lean on the running game score touchdowns get out of there with the win so overall right it, it's it's not a dominating performance by any stretch of the imagination I wouldn't say um, definitely things you can clean up my my concerns still are is that 
I, the passing game outside of the LSU game just hasn't looked at the elite level that I think that we expected coming into the season, especially with the weapons that you have on this team. Um, I like how we came out of the game strong. No, Jalen, I definitely agree. I thought that's the way that that offense should be clicking, right? In that first quarter, 22 points straight, Johnny Wilson on a roll, big exploring the middle of the field. He was, you know, I love that how they were using the middle field with him, using Kyle Morlock to get the ball rolling as well, using her tight ends a bit, using the running game, very, very balanced in that first quarter. And then it just kind of went away. Like I said, three and out, three and out. You just couldn't get back in rhythm in the second quarter. Luckily, you were able to get back to the run game in the second half and put the game away. What's going on, Mike? Good win. Yes, awesome win. Let's go. Like I said, there's going to be things to clean up. But once again, you can't you can't be too unhappy with the W, right? You found a way to win the game. You're 5-0. Move on to Syracuse next week. Undefeated in ACC play, right? Um, but there's definitely things that we can clean up about this game. I, I think we can all agree there. Uh, that fake roughing the passer changed the momentum because AZ got the pick. Uh, yeah, that that was a tough call, uh, T. Murray. That that was definitely definitely a tough call because that was a great play by Thomas on the side. That I mean, the body control, the feet control on that play was was amazing. And that rough in the Paul, like I said, I, I don't like to talk about refs, 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 because once again, calls go both ways. Um, but I thought that was that I do agree. I thought that was a bang, bang play, kind of a bad call that did that would have potentially changed the momentum of the game because we get the ball back to your point. And if we go down and score there, that that could have put the game really away in terms of momentum. So um, that that is a good point. That is a good point. Mike says, I love this team. So many weapons on offense. Defense was aggressive, just like I like. I, I do agree with you there. I think, you know, and once again, I, I'll have to rewatch the game and, and confirm this, but it seemed like, you know, we are sending a little bit more pressure from the defensive side today. Once again, Jared Verse had his impact felt a lot more today than we had seen in in, in weeks. You know, two, two, uh, two sacks by him, I believe, solo. He was he was getting he was getting on that edge and he was beating his man one-on-one, which was great to see. You saw farmer go up the middle and get a couple of big pressures. Byron Turner was making an impact. Um, uh, you saw uh, Fisk was getting breaking his man down the middle and putting pressure on, on drones. I, I thought defensive line through much of the game was getting the pressure we need to see. Once again, there was a couple of times where drones was able to break the break and and get out there. Um, I didn't really see or hear uh, a Tane and Pathoon today. Um, I wasn't not sure if he was injured, but didn't see his impact as much as you typically see of today. Um, so that was a little, uh, that was a little disappointing. Um, Fabian Lovett, uh, too, uh, for the defensive line. I, I know he, he clogs at the middle there. Didn't, didn't hear his name, see him make as big of an impact in this game. But once again, I think the entire defensive line may was able to do their best against a quarterback of this stature and this, this ability that he has. And, and you made him become what he didn't want to become was a passer down the, in the second half outside of that big 40 yard run that he had. And almost that fourth and 22 conversion, which made me sick. I mean, how many of these fourth, third and 22s, fourth and 15s, fourth and 22s, do they do teams almost have to convert on us? I, it makes me so sick how many of these almost get converted on us. But luckily, he comes up like a half an inch short of converting that because, I mean, that's how close we were to, to them almost getting back in the red zone and, and making this a ball game. So don't forget about that play, too. Um, I, I don't know what we have to do to fix those plays, but uh, th that was that was a little disappointing there when they all, almost converted that uh, for, for, for fourth and 22. Uh, B-Rally goes, we have a decent D, but we aren't going to force a punt on every drive. 
Now, you know, in pitching a second half shot, that was great. Responding to that kickoff return was great. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, like you said, responding to the kickoff return was great. Having Trey come back out and, and make a big play, the offensive line setting the setting the line, and Trey having that big sexy yard run was great. That was a great response to that because that killed the momentum they had there. And, and once again, they don't score for the rest of the second half, which is great. So I agree with you there. Um, and I'm not saying you have to force a pun in every drive. Um, but once again, I, I think, like I said, I think there's less criticism on the defense today than there is the offense. I think the offense doesn't have to score on every drive, but they need to sustain drives more. Going three and out multiple times for the playmate for the t- offense they have and the playmakers they have on this offense is not good because it puts more pressure on your defense to go back out there and do the same thing again. And I think that's that's sometimes what what messes up the rhythm of this team is that. You know, defense will be out there and they'll get a big stop after a big drive for the opponent. And they'll be out there for six or seven minutes. Then the offense will go on there and get a quick three and out. And the defense is right back out there again. So I think that that's more of my point here is that I want to see Florida State put more sustained drives together and not rely more so on the explosive play. And so we saw those explosive plays happen today with the big run. It was more on the, on the running game today, uh, giving the explosive plays versus the passing game. But I just wish that... And like I said, I'm not expecting us to score on every single drive. I just want us to see us get a couple of third downs. And if we have to punt from the 50 or the 45 of our own 45-yard line, that's fine. But going three and out, back-to-back drives kills your defense, and it kills the momentum you have. And, and that's what I think. And especially, it's not like, you know, we have Keon Goldman, We have Johnny Wilson. We have Jaheim Bell. We have Kyle Morlock. We have great running backs. Like, And we're playing against not-so-good Virginia Tech defense. I, I don't. That that's what kind of was frustrating there, uh, versus different points in the game. So that that's really my uh, biggest gripe there. Comrade, that's what I was thinking, and he, I mean that that blow that blow he delivered to that running back was amazing, and it was legal. He made a great form tackle on that guy. No flag for targeting. Then he strips the ball out at the end of the game there to kill that you know with the backups in. He needs to play more. And I'm going to say this, and I think maybe a lot of people, I think Fentrell Cypress is becoming a liability a little bit on defense. Uh, multiple times, he couldn't make the tackle. Multiple times, uh, his, I, I, you know, I, I just don't know if he, if he's the player that we thought he was going to be when we got him out of the portal. He doesn't look like the top-rated defensive back, you know, that 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 was, you know, in the transfer portal to me yet. Um, and, and we're five weeks in. It seems like he he he's sometimes out of out of space. Sometimes he can't make the tackle in the open field. You know, I I you know I would give a guy like Conrad more playing time than than anyone else as a true freshman. He that guy can hit hard. He makes plays, and like you said, I, I'd rather take a chance on him. Um, yeah, I, so I totally agree with that point. Second week, second week defense allows one score in the second half. Um, yeah, like you said, I, I think. Um, like I said, I'm gonna, you know, there's some things that you can clean up, but overall, uh, to everyone's point, defense only gave up 17 points. There's a lot of yards behind those points, right? There, there's over what? There's over 400 yards of total offense. Um, on the day, you know, th- 300 yards. So it's not bad. Not a bad clip there. You know, and Virginia Tech did go three or four on on fourth down, but most of those were fourth, what fourth and inches, fourth and one. So you know, with the the butt push, tushy push, or whatever they're calling it now. Those those are hard to stop. Um, but this is great. I mean, this is this is what 
Florida State was struggling with coming into this game, right? Was the third down efficiency. And this is what you which what you held them to. So this is a great indicator of why you won today's game. Two of 13 for Jantech was on third down. Um, and they did a great job of getting off the field on third down. So credit to Adam Fuller and this defensive staff and the players on the field for for I mean that that's what less than less uh, close to 10%. Uh, that's a that's a great way, that's a great indicator of what needs to happen moving forward as well. This is how you're going to win games. And this is how, what you have to do against great teams. It put them in two to 13 on third down for, uh, conversions, because um, that that's something where we struggled this year. Uh, and that's a great statistic to see uh, for Florida state during the course of this game. Um, there you go. Uh, let's put some more things up here. Oh, he didn't, uh, did I, uh, did to, he didn't play. Are you referring to Bethune? Did he not play today? Is that why I didn't hear his name? Um, maybe it was out. Um, we need to take the uh, take these ACC teams for real instead of uh, thinking of either BC or VT as easy wins. We need to dominate everybody we play, no matter how bad or good these teams are. I agree with you, Jalen, because it's not it's not just you know us the fans that are thinking about and you know I, I it's going to play into the committee's thinking at some point, right? Um, in terms of if we do get to the end of the road undefeated and. Now the playoff committee, you know, because we're number five right now, right? If the playoffs started tomorrow, we may wouldn't be in. Um, and so we need to start, you know, playing for the point spread. We need to start dominating teams from start to finish, just so a, a win looks like a quality win. And you're playing to playing as the number five country, and it's playing as the number four team in the country, right? Um, so I, <coughs> so I agree with you, Jalen. We need to start playing up to the, the level of our of our of our talent and, and blowing these teams out. And like I said. You know, you won by 22 points. That's great. But this this game was, you know, was was pretty was competitive until midway through the third. It started the fourth, right? Until they decided to punt with 11 minutes left or whatever it was. So, um, but I agree. I agree. We need to start taking teams for real because, you know, Wake Forest played Clemson pretty tough today, right? Um, that was a close game. That was a close game in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, and, and you're going to have Miami, who's got a great offense, uh, playing really well. You got, you know, so you're going to have some tough games that you you have to play like this and even better on, right? It, it's not going to be an easy road ahead, even if the teams aren't ranked ahead of you. Um, yeah, but be really, that's not the point I'm making. The point is the three and outs. The three and outs are killing the momentum of this team because you're putting your defense right back on the field, right? You're putting your defense right back on the field before that, right? So I, I, why is this team uh, getting going to three and outs? Also, it's a procedural penalties that are put, killing you on drives. So it's the things that you clean up. I don't care if they scored on 11 of the 12 drives. It's the thing. You can't do these things in games against good teams. And also, Virginia Tech killed themselves on their drives, on their side of the ball, too. So this game is a lot close. Go back and watch the game because this game is a lot closer than we all, than you want it to be. And this is, you know, this was BS, uh, BCS-esque. Going into halftime, this this was you know this was a twelve point game going to halftime, right? So I, I you know this wasn't a dominating performance, you know going into halftime, right? So I, I don't want us to think that I, I I disagree that you know this team this offense is clicking all cylinders because it's not right. This is the first big game that you've had running the ball against a very not a great Virginia Tech defensive line. But kudos for them for getting it going. They did what Virginia, what they knew Virginia Tech likely couldn't stop was running the ball. Kudos to them for exploiting that. And that's what we should have done. Hussey and Lundy and Payton play hard. I agree. Patrick Payton played very hard. Lundy always plays hard. Hussey 
made some great plays as a freshman. I hope he gets more playing time. I, I hope he doesn't. And to your point, Peyton's name was called out multiple times for getting pressure in the backfield. I, I love the way that kid plays. Um, and they all individually made some great plays today. So, so kudos to them for, for making some great plays. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think the score was, was closer uh, than we all think. Um, and, and once again, Virginia Tech self-imploded a lot of those times. They, they, I mean, like I said, they had a big play. Uh, how many drop balls those receivers have themselves? I mean, like I said, we weren't playing the quality team here today, guys. This isn't, they're not ranked for a, a reason. You know, this is a team that I, you know, lost to Old Dominion right early in the year. This isn't a team. This is a team that dropped multiple opportunities. No, they, they beat Old Dominion, lost to Rutgers, Marshall, Purdue. This isn't a, 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 a highly efficient team, right? So, you know, take all those things with a grain of salt. Once again, you held them to 300 yards. That's great. That That's a great statistic. That is a great statistic. But look at the averages, right? You know, you six point six points yards per rush. You know, you had 12 team penalties for almost 100 yards. They possessed the wall, ball for 31 minutes. The good things are, is that you held them to less that less than four yards per per pass, and that's what you wanted to do, right? You want to make drones a passing quarterback, and for the most part, you made that. You made him have to pass the ball because of what you what you you kind of shut down the rest of the rushing. You know, outside some of those big runs like we talked about, they weren't able to easily establish the run consistently. You made him have to pass the ball, which, based on who he is as as he's developing as a quarterback and some of the receiver talent they have, that's not something they can easily do. So, like I said. I, I think the defense play play good to great today, but there's some things that we can clean up. And I think more so offensively that it's on the offensive end. Um, it did feel close, but that's because we let them control the middle five, not even eight. And that's only a part of the game they controlled. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say that, but like I said, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's a fair assessment. I think that's a fair assessment. Um, yeah, but overall, like I said, nothing that can't be, I don't think fixed outside of the overthrows by, by Jordan Travis. Um, That's the only, that's really the, my still, even though he didn't need to pass the ball a lot today, which is great. Cause once again, you rush for 200 yards, kudos to Trey Benson, MVP of the game for me. Um, Glad to see him break out. And I hope, I hope this jolts his confidence as well as the offensive line confidence that we can become a more balanced offense moving forward. Um, But those, those underthrows, uh, on deep is, is still something that I'm seeing from Jordan. And I, I hope that's something that, uh, you know, just reclicks uh, for him and we can start making those big plays down the field again in the passing game. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I, I think, you know, once again, you went by 22 points close to the spread. You know, you didn't, no big turnovers, right? You didn't fumble away a punt return or kick return. You didn't, Jordan Travis didn't have a big interception. He, he took care of the football. Your running backs took care of the football. Your receivers took care of the football. You play clean football outside of outside of your 12 penalties. You play clean football. Um, but most of those were what procedural penalties, roughing the pass. Most of those you can clean up, which is the good part, right? So um, you know, you you can do you can you can clean up those procedural stuff. Um, and once again, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't bad enough to kill, you know, to beat you today. And and once again, those things probably did help keep Virginia Tech in this game and, and keep it from becoming a bigger blowout um, than that. And no, and B. Riley, this is something we said in the previous show. This isn't the 2013 team. There, there isn't 12 draftable players that are going in, going into the NFL. Um, we said this, and that's why I wanted to set expectations for this 
we said this on the previous show, people on Twitter that that think this team is is going to score or is going to make a magical run and, and blow everyone out is is delusional because this team doesn't have a generational quarterback. This team doesn't have, you know, uh, doesn't have, uh, you know, an elite offensive line doesn't doesn't have players that are going to be drafted on both sides of the ball all to the NFL. It's, it's just it's not built like that. They don't have elite defensive playmakers in the defensive backfield. You know, it's just not like that. And, and we talked about this, but this team still has the talent to to make a push to the playoffs 100 percent so you know we we talked about this in the previous show and, and so the if anyone's still making the comparison to 2013 you're delusional i'm sorry to say that but this team does have enough talent to beat every acc pony in front of them they have the talent to do so and they should do it now there's things and like i said there's things that need to be cleaned up there's things that I think this team can do better. I think there's things that the coaching staff play calling can do better. Um, but overall, um, yeah, it's it's every every week you got to get better. Miami's the Miami game is going to be an interesting game. I don't think this team should have any issues with Syracuse next week. Once again, I think it should be you no know, Garrett Traders. A you know he he's a good quarterback. But once again, those games it shouldn't be. You're going to blow every team out, but every team shouldn't be a challenge for you necessarily. Like Syracuse, that should be a team that you're able to put away relatively easy. Uh, you know, it should, every game like this shouldn't be a struggle in the first half, in my opinion, because you you far you, you are far ta- more talented than a lot of these teams are going to be playing. But that doesn't mean, like you said, you're going to blow them out by 30 or 40 points. This is in 2013. Um, yeah, so uh yeah, so once again, I, I think that wraps it up. You know, well, uh, overall, once again, I would grade this as first quarter, I would give an A+. Plus. First quarter was an A-plus game, uh, you know, for me. Uh, defense, offensive lines, first quarter was an A-plus. Uh, second quarter was a B-minus, C-plus. Uh, third quarter was a B-plus. And then the fourth quarter, I would say, was a A-minus. So I don't know what the average of those goes, <laughs> those grades are. So A-minus, B-plus. Great a, a minus B plus grade for the for the game. Uh, that's how I would grade this game. Once again, I, I think you could definitely. I think the team knows there was missed opportunities to do better. Some of those ref, you know, missed calls by the refs on the Azaria Thomas interception definitely could have shifted the course of the game a little bit. Uh, and you know, and that's a big defensive play if it doesn't get called. Uh, but overall, you know, everything I I think you saw today can be cleaned up, which which is good. Um, and I, and there was no bye week lull. You know, there was two ways that this team could have come out today after the bye week. They could have come out slow, you know, just trying to get the rust off out of the bye week. No, but they came out fast, which is good to see. They came out focused and fast out of the bye week in the first quarter, which is what you wanted to see. And that that was good to see. So overall, I give the team a, a B plus, A minus for this game. And then we move on to Syracuse. Move on to a Syracuse team that I think you should take care of the same way that you did Virginia Tech, right? Syracuse has has decent talent at quarterback, but overall you are, you should overmatch them in basically every position. So let's move on to next week. Let's review the game tape. We'll, we'll uh, have a preview uh, special for Syracuse uh, Wednesday or Thursday next week. The old man will be back. You know, he'll have his thoughts for this game and he was live in the stadium. So uh, he got to see it all live and in person, you know, he'll have uh, his thoughts on stadium atmosphere, food, tailgate, all that crap. So you won't want to miss uh, <laughs> that show with what he has to say. Uh, so be sure to join us for that. And then we'll break down our thoughts on Syracuse 
and what we what, what we'll expect for that. So, um, but yeah, uh, last last comments here. If you think we play like we did today against Duke Ramon, we have a four quarter dogfight. If we play a little cleaner, we win by ten. Yeah. Uh, I would agree with that. If we if we play like we did today against Duke of Miami, that's it's going to come down the fourth quarter, final drive. I totally agree with you on that. But we have yeah. If we play cleaner, and I think everything today, you definitely can clean up. It wasn't like a talent issue today, right? It was a play cleaner football, right? Play a lot cleaner football, and this game is thirty five point win. I, I I think so. I definitely agree with you. But you have, you know, but you know some of these things you got to. You know, we keep saying, clean things up, do this better, clean this up. At some point, you actually have to do it, right? This team actually has to execute on cleaning these things up because these these games, these big games are starting to creep up. So hopefully they can get it locked in at the right time. And it doesn't, and these these things don't crop up back again during on the biggest stage against Miami, Duke, um, or even Florida. So, um. Yeah, and it was disappointing to see Jakai. You know, Jakai, he he was frustrated on that play, I think, uh, on the ball that was a little underthrown, and he got his hands on still, and he missed a catch. I was I was happy to see Destin on that. I think Destin needs to get the ball more. The only thing I get worried about, just based on what I'm seeing, is that I think I think Jordan Travis just, I think he focuses too much on getting the ball. Like, he focuses on one receiver and doesn't always see the full field in front of him. And, and I think that's why sometimes it feels like the pocket breaks down or – it feels like, you know, he feels like he has to, I don't know. I, I just, I, sometimes it feels like his field of vision. He's not able to scan the full field as quickly as maybe some other quarterback. I, I don't know, but I, I thought the play that Destin made and it was a great, it was a great throw and it was a great adjustment by Destin. Um, that just shows you, I think the tip of the iceberg on that player. And I hope he gets more touches, but it was when, when Johnny Wilson went out, no one else touched the ball literally receiver wise, I don't think. Um, and that's gotta be concerning because that's, I mean, that's Jordan Travis's comfort blanket is Johnny Wilson. Um, and outside of, you know, the big games touchdown wise from Keon Coleman, I, we still haven't seen that like high catch game, you know, that nine, 10 catch game from Keon Coleman, um, uh, volume wise. And, and, you know, if we don't have Johnny next week, it could make the Syracuse game a little bit interesting. Um, so we'll, we'll have to stay tuned for news of that. And, and that may play into how we preview that game for next week, but this team is too loaded with weapons for Jaheim Bell and, and, and Morlock and, and Destin and, you know, Darian and all these players not to be open for Jordan Travis, not to see them. Right. I, I think that's something that I hope, I hope that he, he gets better at seeing the field, uh, because there's so there's gotta be guys. <laughs> I gotta believe there's gotta be guys open more than Johnny Wilson on the field, but. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it, guys. Let us know uh, if you're watching this or have uh, let us know in the comments what you thought, who your MVP was. My MVP, I have to say, was by far Trey Benson. 200 yards on 11 carries. Um, hell of an average there. Um, I don't know if you play, if there is fantasy uh, fantasy college football. There probably is. Um, but if you had him in fantasy college football, uh, you may have won your league or whatever. It is. <laughs> you may have won your matchup uh, for 200 yards, two TDs. Uh, that's that's got to be 40 or 35 points in fantasy college sports. So uh, you had a hell of a day. Uh, Jordan Travis didn't have a bad one either. I mean, he was highly efficient, 18 of 24, 170, and uh, two touchdowns. So once again, I'm criticized. I'm critical of him, um, but he was very efficient. No turnovers, two touchdowns, 170. He did what he had to do to win today's game. So once again, 
um, can't can't harp on him too much. So that's going to do it, guys. Let us know who your MVP is in the comments. We'll have our preview show for Syracuse on Wednesday night. So join us for that, and we will speak with you all soon. Have a great rest of your evening. Enjoy your Saturday, and enjoy Georgia, Kentucky. That's what I'll be watching for the rest of the evening. So go go go, Wildcats, because that'll allow if they win that game, they'll allow Georgia or Florida State to move up potentially. So go Wildcats, and we'll see uh, if uh, the Stoops brother can uh, do it for Florida State. Go everyone, go Florida State, go Knowles, and uh, we will see you soon. Have a great rest of your weekend. Have a great rest of your night, and stay safe out there. Take care, everyone.